Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. NFL picks time. Mick, before we get into just the picks this week, for someone who hasn't been paying enough attention to this, either someone listening or I myself, mm-hmm. um, fill me in. Like, Obviously, we're seeing the effect that COVID has had on the Ireland team over the last week. We're talking about GEA season preview with a bit of trepidation as well because we don't know what's going to happen um, over the next couple of months. What has it been like for the NFL teams? Yeah, it's been it's been a bit mad. Like it, it's starting to get a little out of hand. They'll hope that there's no issues this week, and um, maybe by the time you hear this, there could have, this could change. But it doesn't seem like there is at the moment. But like it's a bit farcical. So you had the Tennessee Titans miss the game last week, and then we're still having COVID tests positive all the way through last week and so they put their game back to Tuesday where they eventually played their first game in like a week and a half against the Bills which they won they hope that their issues are behind them but they had like 20 tests or something like that the Patriots had an issue where Cam Newton tested positive they flew to Kansas City on two different planes for a game that was put back to the Monday close contacts on one plane non-close contacts on another uh, they went you know they uh, everything was fine they played the game and then you know um, their cornerback Gilmore test positive the next morning so obviously was infected while playing the game there's a picture of him whisper like you know talking after the game shaking hands and saying well done to Patrick Mahomes you know the star of the NFL like literally an inch away from his ear you know and like thankfully nothing seems to have come of that but you're thinking what is going on this is just like this doesn't work and the reason it does, we're talking about bubbles and we're talking about everything else NFL teams are like 53 uh, players 52 53 something like that players you add like there's practice squad players as well you're probably talking about 70 80 guys around the arena before you bring in coaches which is another about 20 guys you know and then everything else personnel managers that you know kit managers everything like that it's just equipment as they call it in america but it's just crazy it's just impossible to get too many people you know they're too and um so it's all a bit of a mess patriots game was called off last week and just to give you an example of how crazy the whole thing is then, Patriots and Broncos was called off. That meant they both had to have their bye week. They have one bye week in the in the 17 weeks of the season. You play 16 games. And in that bye week, the uh, both of them were given kind of an emergency bye week, which meant that they had to change what was coming later in the year. The Patriots and Broncos are actually playing each other this Sunday in a rearranged game. One fixture being called off meant eight games throughout the season needed to be rearranged to make everything fit in and bye weeks change and everything like that. And it all becomes this, the NFL are adamant that they just want to make the um, Super Bowl happen when it's scheduled and every week is accounted for instead of maybe adding a week to the season or something like that for what's bound to keep happening, you know? So it all just seems, it's very precarious at the moment. Like God only knows what's going to happen, but that's where it is. If it sounds a bit hectic and chaotic, uh, it pretty much is, is, you know? Yeah. And, Bloody fancy footballs all over the place because you seem to have extra. There's never been Tuesday night games before, so you have to push the waiver wire forward. Everybody's baffled, Mark. That being said, let's pretend none of that has gone on, and we're just <laughs> going to look ahead to the games and get yeah. you to pick your three teams against the spread. So the New England Patriots are playing the Denver Broncos this weekend. <laughs> anyway, as I said, I went two one last week. I've again, you, you always think you're unlucky with the one you lost, but uh, I, I picked uh, Washington to get within 
10 points, I think, maybe nine points um, of the Rams. And I thought they were going along fine until their quarterback was kind of knocked out in the first half. They brought back Alex Smith. And the reason I do want to mention this isn't for a hard luck story for me, just because Alex Smith was last seen with his leg being broken in half. There was talks of him losing his leg the last time he was on an NFL field. Um, it was such a bad break. He was, um, it was just one of those stories. He was, he came back on to the field this week, brought on in the first quarter and was sacked about 45 times. It was like his first thing was to face Aaron Donald of the Rams, who people will know as like the best defensive player in the game. Um, felt sorry for him, but he was okay. And like, there was just a nice thing with his, his kids and his wife were in the stands, one of the socially distant crowds that were allowed into the Washington game in the absolute pouring rain. And it was a genuinely nice sporting moment. But unfortunately, it didn't help me on my picks. Uh, so while I had Cleveland to show that they're the real deal by beating the Colts and uh, backed against the Jets with the Cardinals, which is always a good bet. Um, unfortunately, Washington let me down. So 2-1 and one last week, 3-0 and oh the week before. feel like I've got a good feel of things at the moment. Yeah. Um, so this week I'm going for the Minnesota Vikings are minus 4.5, minus 4.5 at home to the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons sacked their coach last week they've been absolutely awful so far this year and they sacked their coach they sacked their general manager there is the worry of a bounce from that but that's why i think that the spread is too small because there seems to be a kind of a feeling that atlanta will um bounce back somehow but i feel like we've been waiting for atlanta to bounce back for two and a half years now and they haven't and i don't think they're good enough to so i like the vikings there um so i'm going to take that one vikings minus four and a half the other thing then is I backed the Browns last week to say that, you know, if, if they're going to show that they're for real, we had a big, long discussion about them, you know, they can get yeah. within two and a half points of the Colts. And they did. They won the game. And fair play to them. They're four and one, which is brilliant for the Browns. Yet they're in a division with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, and they haven't played either yet. So they've got four games against them. That starts against the Steelers away in Pittsburgh this week. Steelers have been very, very good so far. They're scoring a lot of points. They've got random wide receivers nobody's ever heard of. This guy Claypool got four touchdowns last week. Genuinely, I don't. I think I'd heard of him twice. You know, just in passing before that. Um, so they they're always able to turn on. They're only minus three. I think that is a very small spread. And again, I think it's probably just a little bit too generous. Too much, too much respect for the Browns there. And I think the Steelers will win that by a touchdown and they're only three points favourites. So Steelers minus three for that one. And then last one is the Tennessee Titans after their mammoth break and a lot of players having COVID. There's still players on the COVID list, but they went out and they fairly destroyed the Bills who were undefeated until Tuesday night. Now, it's a short week. They're playing Tuesday and then Sunday again, but they're playing against the Texans. Texans fired their coach and had a win. They, they finally got a win, but it was against a very poor Jags team. I think the Texans are in crisis still. They might not just know it, and I think the Titans are going to win that minus three and a half at home. So Vikings minus, minus four and a half, Steelers minus three, and Titans minus 3.5. There you go. What happened to Bills? Why are we going so bad after going 4-0 and and then getting, what was it, a... Uh, was it yeah. 42-16 defeat to Titans? Yeah, wouldn't worry about it too much. I think the Bills are still a pretty good team. They're never going to, they're not there yet. They're, it's their first year with a bit of expectations on them. It was a weird week playing on the Tuesday night. And the game wasn't that one-sided. It was close up until, I think it was, uh, I think it might have been like 24-17 at one stage. And it all went, uh, it all went haywire from there. So 
that just happens sometimes. The Titans are a very good team. They were in the AFC Championship game last year. Beat, knocked the Patriots yeah. out. Tom Brady's last ever game for the Patriots. So don't underestimate the Titans either. The Bills will be fine. Yeah, yeah, it'll be grand. They've an easy enough game this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs as well. So uh, <laughs> forward to that. Do you know what? But that's only the respect I have for the Bills. The Chiefs are minus four on the Sunday night game. And I have them. They're one of my seven games underlined. And I didn't pick them. I didn't pick them. They lost last week as well. So don't forget that. So that's the respect I have for the Bills. They could give them a good game easily. There you go. That is it from us today. Thank you very much for listening. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, you can do so by searching the Build Up on Balls.e and all good podcast apps. Uh, please leave a rating and a review while you're there as well. If you're having a bet this weekend, please do gamble responsibly. You can visit dunlewy.net for more information. But until we chat to you next week, mind yourself. <laughs>